News isn't boring, but most news reporters are. Thankfully, DJ Wimberly and friends are not. They don't just bring you the breaking news from around the world. They keep you locked in with their entertaining and informative commentary on the top stories in politics, business, entertainment, sports, and more. You are now tuned in to the DJ Wimberly Podcast. Hey, 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 this is DJ Wimberly, and you're listening to the DJ Wimberly Podcast. Today is March 29, 2020. Wow, people. Wow, wow, wow. I hate to say it, but it's not getting better. Point blank, it's not getting better. Every time we turn on the TV, the news is more bleak, more people have died. It is out of control. When I basically decided to do the podcast, I had a lot of other topics that we were going to talk about. But unfortunately, we have not been able to talk about a lot of that stuff just because of everything else that is going on in the world today. But we're going to get to it at some point, but we're going to have to take our segments and talk about the the most important things out there first. Then we're going to have some fun stuff. But again, this is getting real or it has already gotten real and it's not getting better. As of today, there's 721,000 people that have contracted the disease worldwide. There is over 33,000 people that have died since this virus started back in China, back in December of 2019. It has gotten out of control. And as unfortunate as it may be, The leadership that we have in the office of the presidency has not made things better. Now, yeah, I know everybody's going to sit there and say, oh, God, you keep talking about Donald Trump, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. Yes, I know, I know, and I know it's not all to his fault. But if we had the right leader in place, I think some of this could have been minimized. But every time you turn on the TV, he's going in back and forth with somebody. He has something negative to say about somebody because they're asking him tough questions. Let me explain something to you. If you decided to become president or wanted to run for president, you should have known that there is going to be tough questions. That is just being president. As a president, you are supposed to lead. And it don't matter if the question is a question that you don't like. You still supposed to lead. I mean, he's just going off. He keep blaming the news media. I wouldn't give a damn about any of that right now. People are losing their lives. People are losing their lives. Let's make that clear. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I look at it when one life is lost. That's enough for me. And people are like, okay, well, that's the life and how things go. And, you know, we're going to all die. But, yeah, but some things die. Yeah, there's a natural process. Maybe this is the natural process. I don't know. I mean, because I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to get into that topic. But I just don't agree with the things that are going on. And they kind of pussyfooting about some of the stuff don't make no sense they are pussyfooting about some of the stuff and you get the president who is just so nostalgic he just 
Jesus Christ, I just don't, I don't understand it. And then they got the polls that say, oh, yeah, he's doing a good job. He's doing better. You know, as Americans, we're going to stand behind the commander-in-chief during these times, even if we don't like him, because at the end of the day, you are in office. You are the president. He Well, he's 45 to me, but, you know, he's everybody else's president, whatever you want to call him, uh, you know, 45 is what I call him. But I'm just still, for the sake of cutting time, because I don't want people to just listen to the show and be like, okay, who's 45? Well, what is 45? You know, so I'm just going to say the president. But unfortunately, we're at a point that things are bad. They are bad. They're getting worse. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's getting any better. But then you have the country which there's just so many missed messages out there. You got the president saying one thing. You got his scientists saying another thing. He's out there. He's more concerned about the economy, which if you look at the underlying reason why he's so much concerned about the economy, because he knows that the economy is one of the key ingredients for you to get reelected. And he feels at the end of the day, he needs to get the economy back going so that he can say, oh, I started the economy, blah, 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 blah. Look, the economy is going to come back. Let's just keep it real. It's going to get back. We might have a recession or even a depression, but the economy at some point is going to come back. But right now, we have to look at the fact that people are dying. I don't care how you look at it. People are dying. I got a message. I got a message on my Facebook messenger for a childhood friend on Saturday night. And she said, the next door neighbor that lived next to me when I was a younger child, died. The lady died. And it was because of the coronavirus. It's real. When it gets close to home, and see, this is the thing about it. When you sit there and you're around here downplaying things like, oh, well, you know, just a few people, how do you think it feels for that person that loses that family member? How would you feel if you lost a family member and the next thing you know, you turn on the TV and the very first thing that they're saying is, oh, it's just going to get better. And they give it uplifting, but not without showing empathy. You got to show empathy. If you can't show empathy, what is the world? What is going on? But they discount it. Sometimes I like I'd watch TV. And sometimes when you see the president of the United States and some of the other colleagues, like you have the Texas uh, Lieutenant Governor said the comment, oh, well, just, you know, I'd rather get the economy back. And, you know, if a couple of old people die, okay. Man, let me explain something to you. That old person is somebody's mother, that's somebody's father, that's someone's brother, someone's sister, someone's uncle, whatever the case may be. Why would you even, it, it's like you don't give value to each life. Every life is valuable. Why would your dumb ass say something like that? Why in the fuck would you say something like that? It's like some of the ignorance that some of these people talk about and some of the things that come out of their mouth, you just like, what in the fucking world, world is wrong with you? Why? Every life is valuable. And then you're not showing empathy to the people that are going through this. That's the thing that bothers me so much. It bothers me. It, 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 
it just takes my spirit to another place. Like we actually got people in this world that sit there and they discount certain things like, oh, well, guess what? It's, you know, it's part of life. Or And then you got all these people out here that are talking about a government conspiracy. Uh, um, you know, there's this conspiracy. Let's be clear. I don't even believe in that bullshit. I don't think the government... And like I said, I don't like Donald Trump, but I don't think Donald Trump or some government for political purposes have this coronavirus out there for those reasons. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to even even touch that because you got some people that sit around here. Oh, as a conspiracy theory, they the government is doing this to affect people to kill people off. Let me tell you something. Coronavirus doesn't discriminate. If you look at the people that are dying there's different colors, there's different races, there's different ages. It does not discriminate. So all of that hoopla that you're saying, shut the fuck up. That's literally shut the fuck up. But you know what? I guess that's how the world is. You're going to always have somebody or a group of people that's going to just go different to the grain. Do I think it's a conspiracy? Uh, uh, I can't even get my words out. A conspiracy? No, not at all. I don't think no one in the world wants this. I don't think no one is, I don't, I don't think the people are heartless to that point. Now, there might be some people out there that are, yeah, there are people heartless out there, but I don't think the government has nothing to do with it. Then they said to talk about this check. I guess the check that, we you know, with the stimulus package that was passed, they talk about the check. They talk about the check. People are going to get checks. You know, then you got people out there that's like, well, Donald Trump gave us, a, giving people a check, they should be happy. First of all, Donald Trump ain't gave nobody shit. Let's be clear. That's the America's money. Those are the, the money that people work every day, pay into this government, for this government to run. It ain't none of Donald Trump's money. So all these people out there, oh, like, he gave them some, he's giving y'all some money, y'all should be happy. He's the president. No, it's easy to write a check when it ain't your money. People can do it all the time. You know, that's the way it do. Oh, well, shit. Hey, that's my, not my check. That's not my money, so I'm going to write you a check. It's not his money. So let's be clear. And, and, and don't make like it's like it's something that he's doing us a favor. No, because guess what? That money was paid into the government. The money that the government is giving us back is the money that people paid into the government. Let's just be clear. But people up there like, oh, well, you know, they're doing this. And then, and then God knows it's going to take forever to get the money. And then on top of that, the $1,200 that you're getting, what the hell that's going to do? $1,200 for most parent people barely going to pay rent for one month. And they think that's enough. That's not enough. I know the Democrats are working hard to try to do another stimulus package. Let's see what they do. But then you got these people like Lindsey Graham. Oh, my God. Lindsey Graham. That, I hope South Carolina wake up this year and make sure that he's not in office because he is an absolute clown. He is an absolute clown. Oh, well, put it into the unemployment, whatever. People need help right now. People? Money can be made back. The economy can come back. Take care of your responsibilities. And just, that's the thing that I always say about privilege. There's a group of people out there that they have this thing about privilege. They don't care about the common person. They only care about themselves. That's the thing that bothers me. That's the thing that bothers me to no end. Let people do themselves. 
Let people live their lives. Help these people out. But y'all are so political about everything. Again, the corona doesn't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent. It doesn't care. It's affecting everyone. And that's what we need to get. We have to get some adults in, 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 in the country to run this country. Because clearly Donald Trump is not an a, a, a adult. Because every time you ask him a question, he goes back and forth. He gets mad and he points his finger. I call him Donald Lies Trump. Because he lies about every damn thing. And it's just like, it gets worse. It gets worse every minute. It gets worse. Every time he turn around, and he always try to bring positives to stuff to make himself look good. Talking about the fucking military. Oh, well, when I took over, we're in this dire, you know, we had all these bad things going on. And, you know, I built up the military. The military is not helping us what we need right now. And then on top of that, if it was all these things that you sat there and just said, you said yourself on Sunday that when you took office, that you were told that, oh, there was some, there was some things that were not right within the government that needed to be fixed to prevent these type of things. But guess what? Three and a half years later, they're not fixed. So if you were told these things, if you were the president or a real president, wouldn't you have fixed them? Because again, it's a bunch of bullshit. It is absolutely a bunch of bullshit. You know, and this 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 virus is just not affecting, you know, just normal people. This is affecting celebrities. So, like I said, this is not a I, I don't believe that it's a hoax. I, I I mean, I know it's not a hoax. I'm not gonna even say that. You know, I just think that people are just ignorant. People are just ignorant. Now, we had the, um, one of the guys that's over the task force, one of the scientists, he's pretty much saw him on all of the TV shows and stuff like that, today predicted that there's a possibility that 100,000 people in the United States alone can die. Now, that's very dire. That's extremely dire. That is sad. That's scary. 100,000 people. Put your hands around it. hundred. Think of just 100 people. Just look at this. Go think in your mind of the last time you've been somewhere with a uh, uh, hundred people. Look how many that how much that, how that looks. But when you take that and say a hundred thousand people are going to lose their lives, a hundred thousand people are going to lose their lives. Possibility. That's scary. That's sad. That's a beyond and above what we ever have seen before. That's why we as Americans have to really make sure the people at the top are doing their job. I honestly give an A-plus to a lot of the governors in a lot of these states. Not some of them. There's a couple of governors like the one in Florida, DeSantis. He's an idiot. He had all those people sitting out there in the beach knowing all is going on. Then he said he doesn't regret it. But, and then now he got this thing, oh, well, people came from New York can't come to Florida. So now you want to ban people from New York to come to Florida. But do you not realize that this is a nation? This is not a, this is a worldwide crisis. So, oh, you're going to ban the people from New York. But then imagine how many other people that are coming from other states that still have this disease or are passing it on. 
it just doesn't make sense. Like sometimes, do you honestly think that some of these people logically think? Do they logically eat? Do, what what's going on through their mind? Some of the things that they say is like, let me tell you something. That the president of the United States, one thing he needs to understand: you don't earn, you cannot write empathy into a speech. Empathy is something that you feel. It's how you. It's not. It's something that's not spoken in words. It's, it's empathy is words, but to be able to come across as genuine in empathy, it has to be a feeling. President Trump doesn't have that, and I don't understand that. All these people support him. Oh, he's our president. He's doing this. He's doing this. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and it's sad. Trump is keeping the the hospitals from getting all of the stuff that they need, and he keeps saying, oh, it's not my problem, it's the governor's problem. Really? You're the president of the United States. They are doing what they can do, but if they need your help, now you're making it like, oh, they don't need this many ventilators. Oh, they don't need this. Or y'all are sitting up there arguing about stupid shit. Oh, how many masks? Oh, that might be too many masks. Why do you need so many masks? Oh, why do you need so many ventilators? It doesn't give a, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make a bit of difference. If they asking for this stuff, give it to them. If I look at it this way, you can never, ever have too much of anything. If you send them to New York, 30,000 ventilators, and they don't use them all, I'd rather not have to use them all than need. It's sometimes you have to have more to save just in case. But Trump sits there, and every time he gets, oh, they don't need this, or they don't need that, or why are they asking for this? Now he got the... You know, the governor's competing against one another to get needed supplies. You got people in Louisiana that are needing supplies. You got people in New York, California, Connecticut, New Jersey. Now, the other hotspots now is in Detroit and Chicago. People just don't get it. They just don't get it. This, this virus does not care who and where you are. Then the the, the, the um, president decided he wanted to say, okay, by Easter, he wanted to lift the social distancing in certain states because, hell, they don't have as many cases. No, let's be, let's be clear. They maybe not have as many cases because they don't even know how many cases they got because some of the, the rural areas in the United States don't even have the proper testing yet, so we don't know what's going on. All because of his ego, and he's more afraid about the economy. Yes, the economy is important. That's very important. Let me be clear. It is extremely important. But at the same time, lives are more, you, you can't weight economy versus lives. Because I look at it this way. I'd rather sit there and struggle. And I would struggle for people long as it saves lives, if I would have to make changes in my life for the time being, I would make those changes and struggle if it would save lives because I'm a compassionate person. I'm not a perfect person, and I talk about this. In one of the podcasts, we're going to talk about that. You know, being a young businessman, I did 
a lot of good things in the business community and so forth. But then I also made some mistakes in business. But one of the things that I learned from my mistakes is one to man up to my mistakes. And I also learned to be better, have more compassionate for others because we're all in this together and people need to understand that we are all in this together. We have to do better. But then, oh, he's, oh, well, some cities are going to get better, you know. And if you listen to the president, and people have to understand this, I really don't see why people say, oh, well, he's doing a good job. But see, here's the thing. When they do these polls, sometimes the people they call are people that might, the only thing they see is Donald Trump on TV, on a teleprompter. So if I didn't watch the news and if I wasn't the investigator type of person that I would, you would look at TV and it's like, okay, he comes out as a president. You want to believe what he's saying. So you're going to rally behind him because of that. You're not going to think twice about, oh, well, hmm, he could be lying or whatever the case may be. And if you're not one to go, and pay attention to the news because you got a lot of people in the rural areas. They don't pay attention to the news like some of us millennials. Well, I'm not a millennial. I'm a baby boom. Well, I'm not even a baby boom. I'm, I'm Generation X. They didn't say I'm Generation X. I kind of, wait a minute. I might look that up and I'll talk about that on this podcast. I don't know if I'm Generation X. Or, no, I'm not a baby boomer. And I'm not a millennial. So I think I'm Generation X. I think they consider me Generation X. But we send to watch the news. We tend to look at everything online. We, we are social. We get a lot of the perspectives, but you have a lot of people in the rural in the rural communities that they might have, you know, basic TV and they see the president online. Uh, I mean, on live and he's talking. And at this point, Oh, he's doing, if, if, if you're not paying any attention, Oh yeah, he's doing good. Not knowing that there's a backstory to the backstory. And there's more stuff to it. And so, yeah, when they when these posters call you, you're gonna be like, okay, well, yeah, he um yeah, he's doing a great job. I support him. Him, he gets my approval. And that's why these polls are so skewed. I just pray one number one, that we get this under control. I pray that people stop dying. I pray that we get we because it's gonna have to, it's gonna require a, a, a great president, a compassionate president. To lead us, lead this country after this. It's not going to be easy. You have to have someone that is not divisive. I do commend that most of America has did the right thing. You still got those jerks out there and you got those hateful people out there. But you know what? I, 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 I believe that we have to have a president coming into office for the next four years that's going to lead us from this devastation. Because even once we get it under control, once people stop dying, once they get a vaccine, once all of these things are taking place, we have to find someone and we got to have someone to lead this country into a better time. We're going to have to unite, not just unite on the, the you know, the, political ideology we're going to, have to unite on just everything because you know we're going to, have to unite on how we deal with one uh, each other how we're going to prepare ourselves just in case it happens again because you know there's some talk that even once they get in our control 
depends on how this virus is, it might come back. It might be a seasonal thing. So we have to make sure we can handle that the next time. And we need leadership that's going to be able to do that. Not somebody that's going to come up in there. That only thing is about his self-interest and appeasing his 42% that follow that. I mean, that support him. Cause at the end of the day, there's only 42% of America that supports Donald Trump. Now in the topic on that, we'll talk about what that 42% is. What is that 42%? You know, but that's a whole nother podcast. That's a entire another podcast, but going to the facts again at hand, there has to be a leader that's going to come in and give us to financial recovery. But we're going to have to look at to the people because it saddens me to know that people are dying. And because of the social distancing, some of these people are not even able to have the proper funerals or the funerals that they would normally have because of this. You know, down in the South, when you have a funeral, I'm not going to tell you from, from where I'm from, when they have funerals, I mean, they have everybody and their mama, the mama's 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 mama's, and everybody else, the cousin's cousins, and they like to gather, they like to have, they like to celebrate life, they like to cook, a lot of those traditions that are part of even somebody losing someone's life has also been changed right now because some of these people are dying and they having to have smaller funerals and all this other stuff. Then you get this, this pastor. Um, um, well, he's not, you know, well, um, he's a pastor in Louisiana and, uh, he has a church and, um, they told him he decided this week to basically steal her church. They already told him about social distancing. And guess what he did? He still had church. Now, I already know some of you going to be out there like, oh, well, are you in a church? You, if you're not really into the Lord, and let me tell you something, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus is going to be the one that's going to get us out of this. But here's the crazy thing. It is responsibly your responsibility to take care of your members of your church. Why in the fact would you allow your church to still have services when you were told to social distance, you're not making the situation worse. I mean, you are making it. I'm sorry. You're making the situation worse. Also, let's talk about this. Jerry Fardwell. Liberty University. He has been told, you know, and where, where, the, uh, where the, the university is in Virginia, it was told to cancel all classes in schools and take everything online and move all the kids out of the dorms. Now, this idiot has done the opposite. He has told the students to come back, even against the CDC guidelines, and he told them to come back. Told the teachers they needed to report to the, the, the school and do their, even though they're doing online classes or, you know, teaching from online, he wants them to teach at the university. He told the students to come back to the university, to the, to the dorms. Now... Since he had made that dumb 
stupid ass decision. Fuck the fact that you're a preacher. Because you know what? Being a preacher doesn't make you better than anybody else. And just because you go up in there and you stand up there, what makes you then, oh, look, you're going to get this cussing just as well. Mr. Jerry Farwell. But at the end of the day, you let these students come back. And now it is reported that right now, as of right now, as of this day, there is 12 students that are showing symptoms of the coronavirus. Now, we will probably touch back on this topic a little bit more when we get into the next episode, once more details come out about this. But 12 students right now, because the ignorance, if they told you to let these students stay at home, why would you go? Because, again, your ego. See, that's, again, these are these people out here that have this ego. Like, they're, like, they just above God. They're above everything else. Like, they're above everything. Then, you know, that's Donald Trump. He thinks he's better than everything else. You know, his kids are not responsible. His kids are not going through a lot of the stuff that other people are going through with the coronavirus because, because of the type of money that they have, they can isolate themselves better. They're, they don't, they can sit at home and it's okay because guess what? Donald Trump and his family has a lot of money. So they're not worried. They can isolate for two years, three years and not do a damn thing and they'd be okay, but not the rest of America. So that's why it needs to be a hard line lockdown Lock it, lock the whole damn country down for thirty days. Stop this virus from spreading. Just lock it down. Just lock it down. Then come back and rebuild. Because the people are suffering. Other people, even if they have to, they, some people are having to go to work because they have no choice, which is putting themselves in um, in harm's way. And then you got people that can't go to work or their jobs are closed down, and they sitting at home suffering. So it needs to take some hardline things to just basically get this under control. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's sad. And I can only do so much. And I can only say so much because I'm one person. But I know if we get the choir to sing all across this world to take more steps especially in this country i see a lot of the other countries are doing that like italy and man look at the death toll over in italy it's 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 it's, it's mind-boggling in spain they got to rent rent out ice arenas just to hold bodies morgues they can't even bury their family members right now because of the fact of this because of the things that are going on and it just it just in this time, it just requires to have leadership. It has to be leadership. It has to be leadership because without leadership, what, what is, what, how can we, we can only as Americans, we're, you know, can only do so much, but it's unfortunately that where we are right now. And I agree with Cardi B. Cardi B says some good stuff the other day on her Instagram about who's getting tested, who's not getting tests. But I will say this much. And I mean, this from the bottom of my heart. It's more good out there than bad. In America, 
has great people in it. And I think we have to rely on each other This at this point. We have to rely on each other at this point. Because with the people that are up in office that are running a lot of the stuff, and I say people, because I think, you know, um, the Democrats are really looking out for the, um, the American people. And I even think there's some Republicans that are looking out for the American people. But then you got the ones that they are still so into their egos and this privilege because a lot of these things that are happening are not affecting them. They just don't care. Or they want to, they, they want to make it like it's like it's, it's okay. Or, you know, we, we need to do this and we need to do it this way or people are needing too much. And, you know, like, like I said, I keep going, uh, Lindsey Graham, Oh, I can't stand Lindsey Graham. He is absolutely a dinwit. Mitch McConnell. Oh my God. Again, another man that thinks he's privileged that he can just do whatever he wants, say whatever he wants. It just, man. But it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I have to say that it's going to get better. It's going to get better. So on to some lighter topic stuff, you know, just to, because I don't want the whole podcast to just be about negative thoughts. And it's not even me being negative thoughts. Is that like, unfortunately, a lot of the things that are going on in this world that are happening are negative because anytime you lose lives and stuff like that. But anyway, so I actually went to the store the other day and it was kind of interesting. I had some people in the store, um, I was wondering why is people running away from me because I got a mask on. Later, the elevator said to me, she said, do you got coronavirus? I said, no, I got the mask on because I don't want to get coronavirus. So I got my little gloves on and stuff like that. But I do have to salute the people out there that are going to work every day to make sure that people like me that are working from home are getting the essentials. Like you I give it to the, Uber drivers out there, give it to the Instacart deliverers out there, give it to the people that are going to work at the grocery stores, the healthcare workers. We got to salute those people because those, those people are making it easy for people that are not, don't work in those industries to be able to have the necessities. I mean, I'd be, man, I think I spent about $500 on damn Uber Eats this week. And most of the Uber Eats drivers have all been pleasant. They have brought the food to the door. They, Followed the instructions and you know, I, I, you, we, I, I, that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm happy to be an American. Let's be clear. I'm happy to be an American because there are people that believe in looking out for each other. And, and these people are, they are hustling. They're still trying to make money. You got, you got to give it to the UPS drivers. You got to give it to the Amazon workers. All of these people that are out there that are doing Things to make things better, to help us out through this time. So you have to salute them. The military, the National Guard, the governors. You know, these are the frontline people, especially the doctors. And it's unfortunate that the doctors don't have masks 
and the stuff to protect themselves. There's doctors out there that are sleeping in their cars because they don't want to go into their house to possibly affect their family. We supposed to be the strongest country in the nation. But a lot of the things that are going on right now are almost like third world countries. We should not have not had everything we needed. It's just not. And I know I said it again, and I keep going back to it. We're going to get through this. Well, we got a few other topics to talk about here shortly. I'm going to take a commercial break right here, and I'm going to be back. And we're going to continue to talk about it and some other things that are very important in the world. Let's have a little fun, too, at it. But I'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to the show. This is DJ Wimbley, and you're listening to the DJ Wimbley podcast. Yo, hey. Also, let's talk about a couple other topics that are very important. The Democratic election. Although everything has been kind of sidelined right now because of this coronavirus thing, it is still an election. And Uncle Joe, man, we got to get Uncle Joe to run against Donald Trump. Now, Uncle Bernie, Bernie doesn't want to sit down. Come on, Bernie, sit down. There's no way you're going to be able to catch up. Right now, we have to unite the Democratic Party. Because we have to be Donald Trump. I cannot imagine the recovery being led by Donald Trump. Let's be real. The recovery led by Donald Trump is a mess now. Imagine what the recovery would be like with Donald Trump still as president. So, Bernie, sit down. Sit down somewhere. Like I said, Bernie, I like you, Bernie. You're funny. Especially I like watching you on Saturday Night Live, too. You know, well, I'm sorry. Larry, Larry David playing you. It's kind of funny. Like I said, I like Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a good guy. But I just don't think he can win. And he's not going to get enough delegates to overtake Biden at this point. So it's like almost like with me, if I'm running the race, just imagine running the race like you, you're on the track and field. And there's one spot for the last one. If I was running... And there was an opponent that was ahead of me, and I knew damn well I wasn't caught. I probably would just stop. Like, okay, hell shit. Let me save my energy because I ain't finna win. You know? Especially right now. We are not able to really do the things when it comes to a normal campaign cycle. So Bernie just needs to sit down. Just Bernie, sit down. Sit down. But they say that Bernie's going to stay until June. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Then you got Hillary. You know, I like Hillary. I mean, I, I don't care what nobody say. I like Hillary. I, I I like Hillary, you know, and her and Donald Trump are going back at it again. He's supposed to be leading the company, but every time, like I said, Donald Trump is obsessed with Hillary Clinton to this day. He's really obsessed with a, a Barack Obama. Obama somewhere minding his own damn business. Ain't even saying nothing. But every time you turn around, Trump is attacking him. 
Ain't no modern history president has acted the way Donald Trump has acted. You know, it's kind of weird because most modern day presidents, after they leave office, they usually develop relationships with the current president. They on speaking terms. They praise each other. <laughs> Not Trump. But you know, we already talked about that. That's again, that's another podcast. Trump with his racist ass. Yes, I said it. Trump is a racist ass motherfucker. He's racist. High way you want to put it. <laughs> I don't care what you say. And then at the end of the day, because you 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 know, that's the saying that when you talk about so much about someone, you really respect them in your own way. You just trying to find a way to talk about them. Because if you you three and a half years into your uh, your term right now, why is Barack coming up? Barack has been gone. Barack hasn't said anything to you. He avoids saying anything directly about you. He respects that man has dignity. That man has dignity. Barack has dignity. But at the same time, Trump just can't let it go. Can't let it go. Then you have all of this other stuff that is going on. But the people are, you know, they're you're giving, you know, giving to the um, you know, people that are going through what they're doing. Oh, I, you know, there's also there's a bright uh, side. A lot of people have donated mask and everything since the government is not doing a lot of it um a lot of the basketball players um bill gates and you know it's so funny i had a friend that you know the other day a couple weeks ago talking about bill gates one thing i have to say about bill gates no matter if you don't like because he's Microsoft, you know, cause there's people, I, I learned something. People going to always not like somebody because of something. You can't get mad at the man because he was successful. But one thing I do admire about Bill Gates is that him and his wife has given to a lot of causes. They are giving a hundred million dollars towards this coronavirus. And, and I admire that. I admire that. And you know, you know, that's, that's dignity. That's humanity. No matter if you disagree with him on whatever, you know, I don't, I really never saw anything that I disagree with Bill Gates. Hey, he was successful. Don't knock a person because they were successful and they make money. You know, I guess it because they thought, you know, Microsoft had a monopoly back in the day. Okay. That's business. You know what? But that's still not a bad thing. So even if you don't like all of his, business things which i still think he was good at what he does hey i admire him and his wife for the things that they're doing you know they've done a lot of giving to africa even you know stuff that's in the united states and even outside of the united states that's a heart it's like we worked we were actually able to be successful but we give back and you know i think there's more like i said in the previous segment i think there's more good out there than bad it's just the bad just kind of sticks out because it's just blatantly bad. So how's everybody else hanging out? How's everybody else doing? You know, everybody moving forward and is everybody, everybody staying safe and what is everybody cooking? Well, let me tell you something. I had the best hamburger that was delivered to me with Uber Eats and 
Oh my God, it was so good. It was like one of those hamburgers that your grandma make or your parents make when you were little. Oh, it was so good. And then I had some chili fries. It was, it was, it was, it was really awesome. It was, it was amazing. You know, I, I, I try to, you know, I'm mad. Oh, and let me tell you about this, y'all people. Let me tell y'all something. I am motherfucking mad. I am, I am, I'm, I'm hotter than grease right now. I'm gonna tell you why. I ordered me a treadmill and I'm not going to even blast the, the vendor, but I ordered me a treadmill. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I can't go to the gym and I'm trying to get back in the gym. So I'm trying to work out. And so I said, okay, let me order me a treadmill since we can't go to the gym because where I live at the gym is closed and all the gyms around the city is closed. So I said, okay, you know what? Let me order me a treadmill. So I sat there a week and a half. Treadmill is supposed to be here on Tuesday. Over the weekend, I get a message say, oh, well, sorry to discontinue or cancel your order because we sold out of treadmills. I'm like, what? Yes, people, they have even sold out of treadmills. There's no exercise bikes. You can't buy nothing. So I've been walking around my my um my little counter trying to do something. But I was able to find a bike, but they said it that it's back ordered to the eleven. So, you know, I have not been eating as good as I should because I need the bike to really get me into the flow. So, you know, about time everything comes around and the world gets back in order when we can go back outside, man, I'm telling you something. And I be mark my words. Woo. It's going to be packed once this is all over with, man, there's going to be public gatherings everywhere because people are going to be out there. People are going to be out there. They're going to take this world by storm when it's, when all this isolation is over with, which is good. But yeah, the man, they, they buying all the treadmills up and the exercise by people probably ain't exercising in life, but I guess you have to find something to do. You know, I mean, I'm telling you everything, the things and I was like, man, okay. So I, then I go and try to order me a thermometer sold out <laughs> rubbing alcohol sold out peroxide sold out. I mean, everything you can think of, and I'm thinking I'm being smart because I'm like, okay, well, hey, then you got this. Let me get this. You know, I'm up there looking for stuff to order just to have something else. Let me find me a necessity to order. When I tell you everything that's a necessity right now is sold out, you can't find it. Point blank. You cannot find it. But, you know, you know, hey, you know, I hope everybody's being safe and healthy out there as well, you know, trying to do the right thing and caring for the family and looking out for people. This is going to get better. I know it is. I have faith that it's going to get better. But on this podcast, we're going to have some entertainment stuff to talk about as well. You know, I don't want to keep you on too long on this podcast, but on the next one, we're going to, you know, unfortunately, I know it's going to probably be something about Corona because Corona, she's still here. But, you know, we're going to try to get into some other topics. Oh, by the way, starting on Monday, March the 30th, we're going to do live. So once I get the live in, I think it's going to be really, it's going to be some live podcasts as well. So this is going to be the, one of the last ones for a little bit by myself. But the other ones, I think it's going to be juicy because they're going to be a lot of topics to talk about. We're going to talk about the coronavirus because the corona is real. As Cardi B is real, but we're going to have other topics as well. So, you know what? Stay tuned. 
Check me out March 30th live. I have all the information posted on all of the podcasts, um, sites and everything like that. I just say this in closing my segment of this podcast today is let everybody know that you love them. Comfort each other during this period of time where there's so much uncertainty. We're going to make it through. We have to have faith. We have to have trust. But I know we're going to make it through. This is DJ Wembley, and I'm signing out. Peace, love, and happiness. Thank you for tuning in to the DJ Wimberly podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and come back to check out the next episode.